0: So I have Gemini rising here and I have Vandal and um, from what I've heard and some of the people that I talked to, like I talked to Giselle Flores and, and on this podcast, um, they were included in a film that Gemini rising and Vandal are making about the NFT. I'll say the NFT world as opposed to the NFT space Um, is, is my Intel correct guys?
1: Uh, it's a little bit more detailed because NFT kind of encompasses a lot. And this film is about art in the NFT space specifically. Right.
0: So who you just so. heard from is, is Gemini is goes by the name of Gemini Rising. She has a, a regular name as well, but we'll just call her Gemini Rising for now. And then <laughs> and then Vandal, tell me a little bit about yourself.
2: So I'm Gemini Rising's son, and um, I'm also a an artist mostly focused on music and community building. And I run a project called DAO records.
0: Hmm. And um, DAO records, is that um, uh, crypto music?
2: Yeah, so we focus on bridging the gap between the traditional music industry and the blockchain sort of emerging industry and specifically through the creation of audio NFTs.
0: Hmm. Cause you know, besides being a painter, I'm also a jazz musician.
2: Wonderful! Yeah, I saw in your photo. Is, is you playing sax? Is that it? Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Do you ever do anything with the jazz world, or is it mainly? Um, I don't know. What kind of music do you make?
2: Well, we're we're here for everybody with with what we're doing with Dow Records, so it's not specific to any genre. And I've had some amazing calls with some jazz artists. In fact, the just the other day, I spoke to one artist who runs a jazz label out of Arkansas, of all places.
0: Hmm. Interesting. And Gemini, um, you uh, are you producing and directing this NFT movie? H- how would an NFT movie happen? Because it seems like some of the participants might not appear on camera.
1: Um, actually, everybody appears on camera. We're, we did all of our interviews using Zoom, um, mainly because of um, the COVID problem that is happening right now. Um, so yes, we're... I, have been making documentary films for the last 20 years now and, um, but I'm originally an artist and Mm -hmm. my son, Jason Vandal is, um, introduced me to this world and he said, why don't we make a film about, um, uh, this, this, uh, world, this space. And, you know, I started getting into it and I, I thought it was a really good idea. So we started making a film about art, um, as NFTs and the like, to use it to introduce to people who don't know anything about this space. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because I come from an art background, I have a lot of artist friends who are like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about and uh, Mm -hmm. cryptocurrency is a scam and blah, blah, blah. So we kind of want to use this film as uh, an educational piece. And Mm -hmm. we're trying to focus on art. And artists that are in this space, and you interviewed two of them.
0: How? Yeah, exactly. And but how far into the film are you?
1: Okay. Well, we've interviewed everybody. Um, we've interviewed forty-five people, and then um, I had some extra interviews with the artists themselves uh, in different spaces, including things like crypto voxels um, and. Uh, This is kind of the biggest project I've ever done in my uh, documentary career, and so we've decided to do it into three um, sections, and basically we've finished filming everything, and now it's down to me to edit it all and put it all together. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. by um, early fall, it'll be ready to go.
0: So does it kind of start from scratch, like for the uninitiated and sort of show the little, the little crypto um, uh, sperm swimming upstream to be um, impregnated by the, the NFT egg or and then kind of go from there and like, how does it start?
2: <laughs> I think what, what we wanted to do is really kind of focus on the experiences mainly from from the artist perspective as well as from collectors and the platforms so sort okay. of like an the origin story of like, how did you get into nfts how did you discover it and then right. looking at explaining how that is or what is an nft and what is art so people who you know aren't familiar with the space can see what's happening here and have sort of a historical context as well as not so much a technical like Mm -hmm. as in you know what is an nft in terms of the technology but what an nft means to each of these various groups of people
0: Mm. and do you have any release ideas like is it going to be in in theaters or online release or is it going to be something where people can sort of pay for it in cryptocurrency to watch it or is it just going to be on some kind of open platform or something
1: Um, well we're hoping to you know bring it to different festivals and things like that we in in the whole um way we've done this it's very different from the traditional route where Mm. like in canada specifically Mm. you need to have a broadcaster first and then Mm. you have to get your funding from various different places and usually it takes about a year for all of that to happen and this space moves so quickly and because of the nature of the space because it's mostly digital mostly online because of covid we decided to do it a whole different way where we're getting our funding through the community um mm-hmm. we've uh, um you know minted some nfts right. which we are selling um and basically what happens is you end up owning a portion of the film uh, and that's how we're raising our funds do you have and, a title yet yes it's called i want my nft oh just like i want my mtv so
0: oh cool that's the
1: title of the film i thought
0: the fast and the fomo would be good
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then the fast and the fomo tokyo drift or something I don't know, I'm being way too professional today because I've been like podcasting, podcasting, podcasting. Um, so you're a, mother, you're a mother and son. So I won't ask you when you met because you kind of, <laughs> orga- you met very organically. Yeah. Kind of and do you have artists on your, on your crypto record label that are signed as, is it, is it DA Records?
2: uh dow dow records, dow records. Yeah.
0: okay dow records. yeah
2: so uh, i mean you, the 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 concept of a Dao is is uh, i guess a decentralized artist organization i like to right. use that term rather than autonomous because actually it isn't very autonomous mm-hmm. um in, from my perspective at the moment uh, but no we don't sign anybody we are really sort of ad hoc so we work with um various artists as uh, just uh, collaboratively, I would like to say. So we release together with the artists, the the NFTs. And mostly, you know, what we've been working on is a lot of onboarding. So we've Mm -hmm. created a music guild and then we have a a DAO attached to that music guild where we run various projects, um, either through collaborative nft creations uh, right. music and and visuals mm-hmm. as well as in the metaverse and voxels mm-hmm. with events and live performances
0: so for the novice listener let's say somebody who sells paintings for millions of dollars at museum of modern art or whatever you know not that museum of modern art is selling work but you know what i mean like let's say yeah. some really big wig art world people are listening which they probably are maybe explain to them what a dao is
2: Sure. Um, okay, so I guess a DAO is sort of like a, a decentralized collective where you can uh, do governance for your community. So, you know, if, if you want to make decisions based around the direction that the community is moving, or proposals mm-hmm. that members of the community have, uh, to offer, um, then you would submit those to the DAO, and then the community would then vote on these proposals, and then once they're passed, the funding for the proposals uh, are received by the proposer. Uh, mm. So it's, so just, it's basically it's a, like
0: a board of directors, kind of.
2: Yeah, like a, like a co-op that uh-huh. that is... Uh, basically decentralized and transparent okay. in a way that you can see where the money's going mm-hmm. and you can see how it's being used and right. who's proposing for what
0: and and you brought your mom into this world is that what you were saying gemini yes he
2: did. well she brought me into the world first <laughs> right <laughs> and then- right
0: yeah she brought you into the world <laughs> and then you brought her into this world yeah. um do you do you feel comfortable in this world yet Gemini or do you feel like this film oh, yeah. that you're making is
1: Um I like before I started working in documentary films I made video art and that was in the 80s mm. and people were going "well oh, that's not really art" I mean they were already saying that about photography "oh that's right. not really art" and you know I my my stuff was shown all over the world I I basically got 50 canadian dollars every time it got shown um so I didn't that's really like make two dollars you
0: two dollars u.s <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah exactly right. and and you know it's i just like the idea of impermanence and the fact that actually nothing is permanent in the world like even the pyramids are mm, eventually- you
0: know jellyfish are eternal
1: Oh, okay. Because well, they c- keep breaking off
0: parts of their body and regrow, regrowing <laughs> unless they wash up on the beach and get eaten by a seagull, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're right. Nothing is, nothing is eternal. But,
1: yeah, I mean, you know, the, the classic example is the, um, the Buddhist monks making their mandalas and spending weeks right. and weeks making them and then taking a broom and sweeping them all away. And, right. and uh, it kind of intrigued me um, you know I'm already very interested you know I've always worked basically digitally more than um, you know I started off drawing and, and stuff like that and then I went into photography but most of my work has always been digital so I feel really comfortable in the I digital see. world and right. I just like the whole I like the concept of of um, blockchain and crypto the fact that you kind of are the governor of your own life and your own career and your own money instead mm-hmm. of getting somebody else to do everything for you. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, if you're the kind of person that just wants somebody to do everything for you, then this probably isn't the space for you. But if you're like an independent person and you want to be in control of your finances and, and your art, I mean mm-hmm. uh like both the artists that you interviewed, Coldy and Giselle, um, you know, make their living this way now. And, you know, like, and they're they're artists, you know, just right. like I would say that I am, along with, you know, the other artists in the film, like Matt Cain. um, Mm -hmm. uh, um, Lawrence Lee has been a painter for the last uh, 40 years now, Mm -hmm. and like, you know, so it's not like this is, I I just like the idea that um, artists are actually um, getting their worth. Mm-hmm. like a lot of artists never get their worth right in in, in this world like you right. know people are always say well it's just a hobby or right. whatever right so it's well nice let's say yeah that. no
0: I get that but let's say I'm in I'm in your movie okay
1: mm-hmm.
0: what are you going to ask me or is it not an interview style movie
1: it's we did ask questions um we it, it it but we're not uh, like the kind of films that i make don't usually have narration or anything like that um oh. but yeah we did ask questions like you know the main question we asked everybody and and if you look at our promo is what is art um and like that was one of the, and you know and then along long of the lines of like you know um what does it mean to you to be like for artists what does it mean for to you to be an artist you know we've had one of the artists in the film is from Argentina and she's like living out in the country and she's financed her whole like solar powering power in her home and everything mm. through the sales of NFTs and mm. I don't think that was possible before uh you know I hate to say it if you have listeners that are are gallery owners and stuff like that but they are the middleman and one of the things that mm. blockchain and, and crypto uh the things i like about it is the elimination of the middleman mm. and you are in control of your your own um i mean in some ways it's difficult mm. because you uh also have to be really good at promoting yourself right so it's it, you know you don't have that but you don't like if you sell a piece like you know matt kane um was on at the uh, his piece was at on Christie's at the uh and the auction an right. nft auction and I think he made like two hundred and forty three thousand dollars like right. and I don't think that I think he's probably gonna get all of that not half right. of it
0: right so, I grew up on a small island and um You know, I already kind of went through the live in a geodesic dome and order things from the whole earth catalog (laughs) phase of my life. So, but some people haven't done that yet and it's there to do. Although I think Amazon has kind of replaced the whole earth catalog (laughs) slightly. Although Buckminster Fuller, have you ever checked him out?
1: Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: I think he's a very uh, interesting character.
1: So you lived in a geodesic dome?
0: No, I was just, no, I actually, I lived oh. in a yurt.
1: Oh, cool.
0: Do you know what that is?
1: So were your parents
0: hippies? Uh, borderline. Okay. Borderline hippies. Right.
2: So we have Yes, I. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, I was going to say, yeah, I was, I was in a in in Mongolia. They're mm. pretty awesome things.
0: Those right. Ones. I've lived in a teepee. I've lived in a yurt. I've seen people growing things like marijuana and other things in geodesic greenhouses. I've seen issues of the whole earth catalog that people were ordering things from. Um, The whole decentralized thing was basically the story of my childhood, like Mm. tune in, turn on and drop out. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an interesting point that you bring up about people managing their own affairs.
1: Yeah. I mean, nobody, not everybody wants to do that, but, um, you know, I'm me personally, I'm not like that. I've never, I don't remember the last time I had like a job job mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and, um, you know, it's, but I don't like, you know, I, when when I retire, I'm not going to get any kind of pension from anywhere either. Right. So there's like, the downsides of that. I mean, we right. interviewed um uh the 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 girls from data art uh, do you know uh, Bea and Judy and Bea Judy Judy and no. Bea, Data.art no. um they're very um uh, community oriented to a very large extent I mean they were one of the first uh um people on the blockchain like at the same time as CryptoKitties and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but they've been just taking it slowly. They're developing this thing called mm-hmm. the invisible economy. Um, yeah, I mean... that. Okay, so you have
0: them. Really um, you have yeah. them. And let's go through mm-hmm. a few of the other participants. You mentioned Matt Cain.
1: Yeah, Matt Cain. Mm-hmm. Um, the artists are um, Matt Cain, Coldy, Giselle X, um, uh, Josie Bellini, um, Mm Thawocious, Robert Alice, um, Bart Einson, Osanachi from Nigeria, Mm. Uh, Barbara Bezina is from um, Argentina, Uh, Sparrow, who's a very uh, big community leader and also an artist. Um, She's from the UK and Angie Taylor who's a 3D artist and I think that's, did I miss anybody? I don't think so. So
0: around Um, what, like Fourteen or fifteen artists. There's eleven
1: artists, eleven. Or, sorry, twelve artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bea is an artist as well, but uh, we sort of have them under the category of because we also have platforms. Mm-hmm. So we have super rare, um, known origin, um, the rareable, mm-hmm. ephemera. What are the other platforms we have, Jason? Mint base, unique one. Unique one mm-hmm. and um, Open Sea as well. So we have interviewed all the people from there, and then we interviewed some collectors, like mm. um, Whale Shark, um, Token Angels, uh, um, uh, Bitcoin Editology. Madam. Yeah, that's Bitcoin Madam, and um, Sabrina Tabichi, who works with the Tate Gallery. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we also had
2: Ben Nolan from Crypto Voxels.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's wow. right. And that then sounds then we have a like
0: really good.
1: Of, yeah. And we also have like Art Gnome, um, Jason Bailey. Jason Bailey. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and um, Matthew Ferris. Um,
2: He's now with Nifty Gateway. Oh, no, and oh, we yeah. Nifty, Nifty Gateway. We can't forget Nifty Gateway.
1: Doug, Duncan. Duncan. Um,
2: Cock oh my god, I
1: can't cock mm-hmm. Foster, yeah. uh from Nifty Gateway. Yeah, so, so we got like a h- big range of people. Also, um uh what's his name? Dan non non fungibles from non-fungibles mm-hmm. and, yeah, and mag NFT. Drew, Stefan and mag and Drew. NFT, yeah, yeah, and Drew from um, um meta-, meta cartel
2: metafactory meta factory
1: metafactory, meta factory, sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we're trying to get like a, a wide variety, Um, obviously the artists, um, most of them I picked because I liked their style, Um, but I also wanted to get a wide range of artists, uh, digital artists, along with traditional painters who turn into artists, uh, photographers, you know, just a wide range of different styles. So I think we've sort of got a very broad example of the kind of things you can do um as an artist so I guess in a way the film is probably a sales pitch to other artists to come into the space um to maybe to galleries to maybe try to see things in a different way than um they've traditionally been seeing them and um you know it's a very Democratic, I would say, Uh, open, open minded uh, group of people and an open minded space, and very welcoming, Mm I've found personally. Mm
0: -hmm. And just on a personal level, what do you guys feel like you're gaining through this process, as exciting as it sounds?
2: (laughs) Well, um, me personally, I would say I've been gaining it, it like. I guess a deeper relationship with my mother Mm -hmm. uh, from Mm -hmm. then like growing up and having the opportunity to stay and work together um, with her has been both challenging and rewarding. Um, I would say rewarding more than challenging because, you know, I think we're both grown ups now and we can approach our uh, differences and our arguments uh, with <laughs> with more of a level head so mm-hmm. that's uh kind of how i've seen it but mm-hmm. but also seeing the process of how my mother works with documentaries and learning from that and sharing with her uh, my knowledge of mm-hmm. the nft space and, and crypto and and combining that uh, together and, okay. and and just really having fun with it
0: so give me a kind of a wrap up of what you're doing and where they can see it before we go. Cause I'm usually going to give people a shout out for where their project is happening or what's it called. Just repeat the info for the listener. Okay. Mm-hmm. You go ahead, Jason.
2: Okay. So um, we're, I want my NFT and uh, everything about the film can be found at I want my uh, We're also have uh, a promo. We have we've got two promos out. One is uh, what is art, and that's the most recent one we released. And uh, and we have a gallery. Well, I wouldn't call it a gallery. It's a movie theater in Crypto Voxel's, and there you can go visit it. Um, it's called Flix Theater. So if you're in Crypto Voxel's and you search Flix F L I X Theater, you'll find that there, and you can go in and you can watch the uh, preview or the the promo in there.
0: And um, Gemini, anything you want to say before we get going?
1: Um, I did, but now I can't remember.
0: Um, <laughs> Sorry. Well, people, where can people contact you about this project?
1: Um, on Twitter at Gemini Rising Thirteen, or or What's your handle at Vandal or Vandigital?
2: Van Digital? Van Digital. But we can use "I want my NFT." We're we're also yeah. on Twitter there. Um, uh, that's the I want my NFT. Ever.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah. Our, we have a Twitter account as well. I want my NFT, and I mean personally, like I agree with Jason. I've sort of seen another side of my son, but I also um, really enjoying talking about art which I hadn't done for a long time because I've been working in documentary films and, (laughs) and just talking with other artists. I find it really exciting and and just meeting uh, people who think the same way that I do and are interested in the same things. Well, I I think
0: after this podcast, a lot, you'll be hearing from a lot more people.
1: Oh, good.
2: You're already... going to have to extend the deadline oh, then. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it,
0: it sounds like you have it covered, and some of the better artists are collaborating with you. So please mm-hmm. keep me informed of, of any releases or what's going on with the film.
1: Sure, sure. no problem. Thank All you, right. Noah.
0: Talk to you oh. guys sh- shortly.
1: Thank you. All right, Noah, Noah thank you.
0: Bye. Bye
1: bye.